the Everyman Podcast. Everyman! Another week, another pod. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, my bro? Man, I'm doing great, bro. I got a question for you. Hit me. Hit me. Did you know that Zoom had its own phone? A Zoom phone? A Zoom phone. Did you know that, like, is a thing? No. Bro. What what does it do? Just does video chat? I, I didn't get into the particulars, but once I saw it, I was like, I'm definitely going to let uh, my brother know about that because... Um, it's got to be some Android phone. Why are they doing it? It's probably some Android phone with like a, a special operating yeah. system. They've done that a couple times. There's like a couple companies that have come out and uh, slapped together a little phone. You know, interesting on the, on the cell phone topic, you know there's not a single phone or tablet device that is wholly sourced and manufactured in the United States and designed like not, not one. They one? can't get, they can't get one done. Dude. That's ass, bro. I don't like that. It's not like we use like... them for anything. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, we don't need those. Yeah. What are we going to, no, nobody, nobody, sorry. nobody, nobody needs those. I'm sorry. Make things. You want, <laughs> you want me to, you want me to make things. That's hilarious. Right. 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 Why would I make things? Of, I can just order them the on Amazon. US? Out of the U.S.? What? Yeah. No. Yeah, why would I need that? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, bro. I have had a bit of a wild day today. You have. A lot of things going on. And, you know, life is funny in that you put things out there and they, they happen when, you're, mm-hmm. when you live a positive and, and life of, of intention like we, every man, do. You know, a couple months ago, shout out to my boy Dusty Waring, our boy Dusty, Dust, who facilitated uh, our first pit bull. I said to him, you know, if there's an, if the family of the breeders they they had they had shut down, they they weren't breeding anymore, and I was like, hey, if, if anything crazy happens and there's another dog pops up, let me know. Mm-hmm. Then we were in Nashville on our road trip to Texas, hanging out with Dusty, and I reiterated, now I'm not an empty gesture guy. Like, yeah. if somebody says, like, hey, man, if you're in town, call me. I'll call you. Or, like, yeah. hey, if you want to go to the shooting range, like, yeah, I'll take you up on that. You, you got to be careful with the gestures you make to uh, right, right, to Brother Jay because I will do it. And this one was, like, I don't want to say it was, like, a half. I wasn't, I wasn't half gesturing. I was, like, thinking there'd be no chance. But I still wanted to express my interest. Right. And then it was, like, oh, funny thing. My cousin, who has two dogs that are related to our roads is having a litter of puppies. Ooh. And he's like, Oh, they're actually like ready to pop like next week. No kidding. And then it turns out they had two blues. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, Ooh. you don't know what a blue pit bull is. Go ahead. Type in blue bully, you know, or American bully or pit bull blue. They're gorgeous dogs. He's uh, just, they've got these eyes that are, Pit, pit bulls have these like people eyes. It's it's mm-hmm. it's interesting that they really mm-hmm. they have a very soulful look. And these in these blues, they have like a, a gray coat, ice blue eyes. So they have two blue males, and they're in Raleigh. So we're like, you know what? Why not? Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect timing. We've got a larger house now. We've got more yard. It's time to uh, expand the you know the pool here. And, you know, I'm a logistics professional, so I figure, oh, we could figure this out. I'm looking at it. It's like Raleigh's a 17-hour drive from Fort Worth. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that again. I just did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
I took a page out of uh, the Campbell book. Campbell. The book of Campbell. Yeah. And I, I was texting him like, yeah, so what, was the, what exactly did you have to do to fly to get that puppy? <laughs> 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 and uh, I remember when you told me about that, I was like, man, that's crazy. I can't, I would never do that. That seems, seems like too much work. And then here I am today getting up like I'm going to work. Right, right. My wife and I get to the airport. I leave it, get the airport at 7 o'clock. Plane, you know, let's talk about the airport for a second. It is, for something that is so expensive Mm -hmm. and so much of a to-do, the worst customer service generally is always experienced in the airport. I agree. You know, in the TSA, they treat you like generally like you're, you're you feel like you're having to prove you're not a criminal. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like prove your own identity. Right. You know, it's not like um I'm just going to trust everybody until I have no No, they like don't trust you. Right. You know, and then you've got to you got to let them into your bags. You got to take things out of your bag. Bro. Take the iPad out. You put the Now, it's 2022, the year of the everyman. Are you are you telling me that these X-ray machines can't see through my $40 nylon <laughs> book bag and determine by X-ray whether or not my iPad is an iPad or if right. it's some sort of explosive device? Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like there's some ritual aspect of the of the airport that's like designed to make you fe- make you feel like you're being controlled so that to, so that they have so that you're like you feel safe like oh oh no 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 they checked all our bags. I went through the body scanner. Yeah. They swabbed my asshole. Right. Everything's fine. Yeah. Now I have a, it's no secret. I have a defibrillator that has a pacemaker function and I nine times out of 10 opt out of the body scan because there's a small percentage chance that it can interfere with my device. Now it's more so metal detectors than the body scanners. They'll argue you up and down that the body scanners won't have any effect on medical devices. I don't, whatever. I'm not a doctor. I just, I'll take a I'll yeah. take a pat down anytime, because yeah. the thing is like, listen, you want to invade my privacy, you want to violate the Fourth Amendment, you want to you want to make me f- prove that I'm innocent, like you're gonna treat me guilty and then I have to prove to you I'm innocent. I'm gonna make you touch my balls, like right. y- you're not gonna get it easy with me. And yeah. I'm polite. I'm never. I'm not like the guy going off about the Constitution at the at the airport. Right. Right. But like, yeah. Come on, fucking feast your eyes, brother. Get in there. Get in there, nice in and deep, there, like lift Get and separate. There. Really Two check hands, me, bro. You want to? You want to check me? No, no. Use your palms. Use your palms. Check me. <laughs> Go on and check me. Now, yeah. the interesting thing is, when you opt out, I discovered they have a certain quota of explosive checks that they have to do per day in the line, mm-hmm. and they got in trouble after nine eleven because they were, you know racially profiling now mm-hmm. in order to not appear to be profiling they have to randomly air quotes 
select you for an explosives check. And you can see they just pick like somebody they think's docile and is gonna. It's like some old lady. They're like, oh, let me check your hands. Okay, whatever, honey. Mm-hmm. But when they they always take the opportunity when I opt out to do all of the tests, and it's like I know for a fact some of them are doing it as to be like I've got power over you for the next seven to ten minutes. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna exert my authority over you and then mm-hmm. go back to my life where I have no control over anything because right. I'm getting ferried into the airport. I have to go through security. Like they feel like they've been wronged in life. So now they've got to fuck you up on your way to go mm-hmm. to Disneyland with your family. Mm-hmm. So the rules are confusing. The DFW, they got to check all my shit. They got to look at the iPad. They got to check my work phone. They got to check my phone. Oh, can you turn it on? Yeah. Okay. What's this? That's my medication. Whatever. Then they're like swabbing my hands for explosives. Like, yeah, it's the same concept of like making it difficult for people with a concealed carry permit to carry. Like the very nature of me getting this permit is so that I'm lawful. So why would I be lawful and then be doing something wrong? Like it doesn't, it, the logic doesn't make sense. Like why would I volunteer? Why would I volunteer to be hand checked if I knowingly have explosives, like this is what I don't understand. And it, the, the double standard, you're checking me for explosives after I've said, hey, check me thoroughly. Like it makes no sense. You're just doing it because you're, I don't know, is there a cotton swab? Uh, it's the control. It's the control, man. And they've you got this it. fucking little device. They're wanding my ball bag with this little like sniffer thing. Like it's, it's bizarre. Dude. So, you know, I'm walking through the airport. I finally make it through security. I get I get to my gate, and then they're like, "Oh, um, there's a problem with the plane." And now I'm thinking, oh, like, "Goodness Listen, gracious!" If there's a problem with the plane, don't fucking tell me that you've got a mechanic on the plane. I don't want to know that there's a mechanic on the plane who's evaluating whether or not this is good to go or not good to go. And the fact that I almost got on a plane that's not good to go, that's too much for me to handle. I don't want to know. Just say somebody had diarrhea and we're cleaning up the bathroom mm-hmm. or, oh, the the air conditioner's broken. Like, don't tell me. Don't say you're inspecting a mechanical failure. Like, please. Because oh, now I got to I gotta get on another plane. And I'm going to be wondering, did this fucking pass the mechanical failure? Maybe they missed this one because they were worried about the other one. Dude, two years ago, Super Bowl on the way there. Right before we get to the runway, plane shuts down. Oh, it's just a little electronic failure right before getting out. I'm like, why would you fucking say that? Why would you say that when we're taxing onto the runway? And yeah, it goes, folks, we got a minor. Just like, that, just like that, bro. I'm like, our wings have holes in them. kidding me. Yeah. Our <laughs> wings have holes in them. <laughs> so then, Ridiculous. so they're, they're like, oh, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be 15 minutes. Uh, another five minutes, another five minutes. Mm. And then they're like, uh, oh, we changed the gate and we changed the plane. So now I'm fucking running down the other side of DFW and I get down there and I'm looking at the flights and it says American Airlines 2683 to Raleigh. And then the guy gets on the, the speaker and goes, 2693 to Raleigh is now gate A11. And everybody goes, ah, because we had all just moved from the other one. Mm-hmm. And then I hear, and I'm thinking, 
hang on a sec. And I go up and I got, I kind of yelled in a polite way, but like I used like a, a loud voice. Hey, do you mean 2683? Because you said 2693. He goes, uh, I said what I said correctly. Like the guy gives me this fucking, and I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, first of all, I don't know that there's two flights going to Raleigh. Second, I didn't know that they'd leave at the same time and that they're one digit apart. You don't like, how are you asshole? How do you not see how the people here are confused when you say you're one digit off? Cause it sounds like to all of us, you're, you made a mistake. Like you said, (laughs) you know, like you meant to say eight, but Uh, you said nine. Accountability much guy. Right. Just a little bit. Come on. And it's like, I keep reminding myself, like we paid a premium. Like this is a premium service we've paid for to be, Trotted in like cattle, poked, prodded, harassed, and then like, then once it's like, oh, I, I can, I can't bring my water in, but I can buy your water. Like it's just so, f- yeah, goddamn stupid, bro. Yeah. So, flight ends up being like delayed an hour or whatever, and it was hard pl- of like booking a, a flights uh, a flight setup where like you'd get somewhere and then have a, enough time and then get back on without waiting 10 hours, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I land at like 2 o'clock, 2.15. By 2.45, I'm meeting Harley. Shout out to the great Harley, who's Dusty's cousin. Yeah. Uh, he's out there at the Jeep with our little puppy man. So take possession of the puppy man. We loop around the block and go back into the airport security. And then it was like, I felt like... Um, what I imagine like a Justin Timberlake may feel like uh, going through right. the airport. It was just like women and girls like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like, cause they could see his little puppy face through the little carrier yeah. and everybody just want a piece of the pup. And, right. um, you know, then I got to go through security. Now I start taking my things out of the, my bag while I've got this puppy in my carrier. Sir, you don't need to take your stuff out. And I'm like, the fuck? I just, I flew here and I basically got fingered to get on the plane. Now mm-hmm. I come here. You want my shit in the bag? You know, like what, what are we doing? Can we make up our right. minds? Like wh- right. which, which? And then stay like consistent, man. Right. Let's stay consistent with the with the uh, impinging, impeding upon my personal yeah, privacy. Yeah, pros, man. Just come on, man. Get it over with. Just like w- like just line me up straight here. So we get through the airport, hanging out. Now this was an interesting scenario that I hadn't experienced before. There was a service member who I guess died in the line of duty Mm. and they had a honor guard there to, and it was on our flight back to Dallas from Raleigh. He was uh, stationed at Fort Bragg and then they had the honor guard get his casket on the plane and you saw that, and that was powerful. Um, and then, you know, when you get off a plane, and every asshole in the back like stands up, they, you know, that's like they can't, they can't get off a plane efficiently. It's the craziest thing. Like they can get on, right. and honestly, like for, as a logistics professional, you know, like when you have a fifty-three foot trailer and it needs to go two places, you put the thing that needs to get off the truck first, last. So, like, yeah. the first thing that goes on the truck is the last thing to come off the truck. By having people enter the front and, like, 
do this like, oh, I'm here. Oh, my seat's back. That like, it's just they they try to do it with the boarding groups, but it doesn't really work because they never have enough overhead content. Like, it's just they, they need they need some consultants to go in there and, and like streamline this shit. Put some mm-hmm. traffic lights up. Like, you go now. You go now. You go now. You go now. You go. So at the beginning of the flight, they said, you know, out of respect, you know, the 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 the, the marine that was es- escorting the body. Everyone remain seated and silent. Allow him to get up and exit the plane, and then we'll get the casket off, and then you guys can. And without fucking fail, some idiot, you know, two couple rows up, like popping up, and and it's like, the whole plane was, and it's like, brother, you're landed in Texas, like you better. Yeah, you better cut that shit out, bro. A couple people were like, hey, 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 sit, like one time in your life, just fucking sit down, observe. You know, like observe your surroundings. It was it was interesting. It was powerful, but it did show like the the general overwhelming respect that that uh, most individuals have for our uh, armed service members. And um, little puppy man just slept in his carrier the whole way yeah. home. And yeah, it was like awesome. it, it was kind of a weird thing to like get up, fly to the East Coast, hang out for an, two hours, and then get back on a plane and come right back home. And it's like I'm sitting there thinking like, well. This isn't very, this isn't like an eco-friendly maneuver right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? Fucking George Clooney's flying his jet 50 times a day and uh, you know, nobody, you know, he, he, nobody's complaining about him, you know? So like, mm-hmm. it's my little George Clooney moment. And then, you know, tomorrow, flying, uh, flying back east um, for a funeral. And, you know, so it's a lot of, lot of travel for the, for the young everyman here. Yeah, dude. And uh, then, you know, you get your balance work in between too. It's uh it's it's the, it's the life we live, brother. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But uh, you know, my wife picked me up at the airport with the puppy. She's thrilled beyond uh, smitten. Just she just loves this little guy, and uh, he, he met the roadster, and that went went very well. And they uh, they enjoyed each other's company the puppy was trying to get milk from roadie's single udder and i told him you're not gonna get any milk out of that thing pal nope not gonna get anything there bro (laughs) not gonna get any milk out of there and you know on my way out there this the whole row i had the whole row by myself so i was like oh so i was using the other thing for my my snack you know my fucking coke and all this stuff yeah and you know i pay this 125 dollar pet fee and i'm kind of thinking like he didn't shit on the plane. What did I pay this for? Mm. Like, what what exactly did I pay for? For me to be sweaty and carry this dog around? Like, I, I don't. I don't really yeah. see what American Airlines did for me um, in regard to the pet fee. But again, it's like the baggage fee. Like, are, mm-hmm. you, are you telling me you calculate that every single seat is going to be occupied by someone with no additional baggage? That to the point where you need to accommodate fuel charges based off of bag fees? I, I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, they should make, man. they should make the pot like, like, like truck drivers. They, they, you know, the drivers have to pay for their own gas. These motherfuckers, Captain Roy up here, kind of do a rally, uh, the FW, uh, 185 <laughs> degrees and uh, we'll be there in 15 <laughs> minutes. Like that guy should be paying for the fuel, you know, mm-hmm. Why am I why am I bag feeing and pet feeing and you know sitting next to a goblin 
basically for a thousand dollars round trip really makes you wonder but it's like insane man yeah but it's like what what's the alternative we got no high-speed rail I'm not going to drive 17 hours. So it's like they've got you by they've got you by the balls yeah. and they know it and then they want to yeah. punish you. And like the, like I've been flying we usually fly American. Those little Biscoff cookies. Mm-hmm. They're like sort of a ginger snap. Yeah. But like ha- I've never seen those eaten by anyone off of a plane. Yeah. That's the or only those time I see them eaten. Stroop waffles that they give you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stroop waffle, manhole cover waffles. Yeah, let me get this stroop waffle. <laughs> so there's a lot, and then here's the other thing I really don't understand: when the drink cart comes through. Oh gosh! If you ask for a Coke, they will hand you a tepid can of Coke and a cup of ice. Mm-hmm. If you ask for water, they will pick up their 32 ounce bottle of water and then pour you one serving into a cup with no ice. Mm-hmm. Why can't I be trusted with an entire bottle of water? Mm. But I can, you can give me a whole can of Coke. I could kill a man with this can of Coke, especially before yeah. it's opened or degrease an engine or degrease an engine or mm-hmm. my own or, or my own ass. That too. It's like, what, what do you worry? Why do I got to share water with fucking 14 other people? Right. Yeah. And get one weird cookie that's odorless and tasteless. Because what? Because one out of every 20,000 people has a peanut allergy. I can't have a fucking bag of almonds. Yeah. It's definitely a weird cookie because I feel like any cookie that as soon I as it, it hits water dissolves, there's something up there. It's not cotton candy, but it's fucking dissolving. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really... But then again, you know, Twinkies are like two ingredients away from being plastic, and we eat the shit out of those. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not even allowed to call them food. It's like Twinkie. It's like, it, it is Twinkie. Right. They can't... <laughs> what is it? It's a Twinkie. A Trademark. Twinkie, Stop asking questions. It's a Twinkie, bro. Like, just leave it there. I'm just just leave, leave the Twinkie, Twinkie where it lies. <laughs> Yeah, air travel, man. I'll tell you. You give me a high-speed rail, I'll get on that shit. No problem. Yeah, dude. But, like, there's no way. And it's like, only be- we only do it because there's no option. And every time I fly, I come away with the same observation where it's just like, I'm being controlled against my will by people mm-hmm. who have deserve no authority over me. Yeah. And their behavior is... 9.5 times out of 10 shitty. You Egregious. Know? Egregious. And then and then let's just let's let's talk about you're getting ready to go on a on a trip. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to fly today. Let me put on as many layered accessories that I'm going to have to take off as possible. Yeah. I'm talking Big sun hat. There was this lady. Big sun hat. Oh, wow. All metal necklaces. Like, just Ooh. fucking Mr. T. Okay? Yeah. yeah. 14 rings. She had this, like, kind of like a like a, like a fabric duster. Oh, like wow. a woman wears, like, over 
Like she had jeans on and like a top and then this like extra piece that was like kind of see-through. Very, very pretty item. But like <laughs> no man is making that decision to, to put on a, that third layer that provides no heating yeah, no or cooling yeah. or anything. It's just pure look. Yeah, and then cosmetic. And then they've got the mask on and the headphones and the neck pillow and, you know, then her sandals are like the shit that they wear in 300. That's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking strapped up to her pastor caps. Gladiator. Yeah. Gladiator sandals. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> she's got toe rings on. You're like, dude. It's like 83 straps of leather it's going like, on there. Honey, did you, did you, is this a surprise flight? Yeah. Because if it is, that's okay. Yeah. But if you knew you were coming to the airport and you still dress like that, fuck you. Yeah. I'm over here with my fanny pack, hands free. I got I'm fucking ready to go. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. Not this lady. Not no, this lady. She came she came uh she came too eccentric, just too much going on. And then of course, of course, I always make this mistake. I look at people in the security line and I'm like, oh, fuck. Look at that mess. <laughs> They're always on my flight, like right next yeah. to me or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Every time. So I got to stop making real pointed observations on fellow travelers because they're almost always my seatmates. No, it's um, all right, man. You just stand aware. You just stand aware. Yeah, you got to be situationally aware. Yeah, but man. but the, uh, the pup was, was great on the flight. It was an experience. It just hardened my desire to, to abolish the TSA. If we're going to talk about abolishing bo- federal bodies yeah, or like any sort of like law enforcement type thing, let's start with the TSA. <laughs> like defund the TSA right mm-hmm. now. And guess what? You know what's going to happen? Fucking everything's going to be fine. No one's not going to be any dumb shit getting on a plane. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, dude. I mean, how many? I, I want to know. Today, I up the ante. I would like to possibly. I'm gonna see how long it takes. I'm. I'm thinking I'm gonna file a Freedom of Information Act request to determine. I would like to see how many actual terrorist plots have been foiled by the brave men and women and theys of the mm-hmm. the Transportation Safety Administration. I want to mm-hmm. see. At what time was somebody taking off their Yeezys that they discovered a shoe bomb? Right. Right. And like, right. I'd like to see the science on why it can't, it can scan through my meat matter, but it can't go through a, an eighth of an inch of yeah. cotton and rubber. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Absolutely. Makes you wonder what they're doing with all these weird 3D images of my dong, you know? Yeah. It's crazy, bro. There's building like, a you can't even dong take, model. Like mouthwash. What is it? Nitroglycerin? It's like this fucking big, man. It's trash. Oh, science. oh yeah. Right, Dude, no, and they're like my contact solution, like who's this? Yeah, can't go on a plane. Uh it's can't fucking I'm uh I'm James Bond and that's liquid meth fire. Don't touch it. Yeah. Get out of here. It's, it's contact solution. You heard of it? It's my nose spray. Get out of here. I don't yeah. know. I had enough of the TSA. You know, it's not for me. But I'll yeah. tell you what. Life is beautiful. 
got a lot of a lot of great feedback, um, a lot of well wishes, and, and appreciate all that from from our last last week's episode. Oh yeah. And um, you know we we all we carry on. It's the everyman way. And uh, hell yeah. I'll be carrying myself on back east. That'll be an a, a interesting uh, adventure. Headed back a little sooner than I thought, but nothing wrong with seeing friends and family. Yeah. Nothing at all. Uh, that being said, we love y'all. Love we, lo- we love y'all. Love you, Daryl. Love y'all. Love you. And we'll see you guys next week on the Everyman Podcast. Peace.